This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is episode 11, Mark D. Gleason Enthusiasm, every day, on purpose. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives, turning pain into purpose, finding opportunity in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out above the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. He's Mr. Enthusiasm. He calls himself the optimistic leader, Mark Gleason, a really good friend of mine and a great author, um, author of a couple of different books. But Mark is also a real estate agent, an entrepreneur, amongst many other things. He says with uh, many hats come many opportunities, and it's totally true. He's got his hands in quite a bit of few things. But, you know, what's interesting about Mark is what happened in 2008, 2011, when the real estate bubble burst, when things hit the fan. It's interesting because how did he climb out of this hole? How did he become even more successful in the face of adversity? How do you turn that adversity into advantage, that tragedy into triumph, that pain into purpose? That's what we talk about here on purpose. And that's what we'll dig in. Plus some practical, positive ideas, some things that you can actually put into motion today. Not just the rah-rah. There's plenty of that. But I'll pressure Mark to give us some practical tips that we can use moving forward today, what he uses in his life and how you can put it to work in yours on this episode of On Purpose. Mark D. Gleason, my good friend, Mark Gleason, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be with you, Justin. This is uh, something I always look forward to. So, Mark, uh, let's kind of uh, let's kind of talk about your story. I mean, I I, want to say you're a, a very successful a real estate professional. You worked in that field uh, for for years and years and years. Had uh, huge success, but just like anyone else, um, the the circumstances of the market and whatnot. It back back a, a few years. I mean, mm-hmm. it it, uh, it hit everyone pretty hard. Let's talk about where that brought you and and kind of um, you know kind of how you got to where you are today. That'd be great. Yeah. I I always say there was no escaping 2008, 2009 in the real estate market. Yeah. You know, especially if you're in Michigan, first in and last out of recessions. That's that is definitely the the way it is. I don't really promote that to to uh, (laughs) help my business in any way. But it was it was really interesting to see who who could stand and who was going to fall and who are still in the business that I'm in, 
you know, listing and selling houses. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so, you know, we, we like to pride ourselves and pat ourselves on the back a little bit that we made it. And yeah, there was, there was some bumps along the way, but we're still smiling and still positive, just like you, Justin. So I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm going to do an intervention with you because, you know, um, you are such a positive guy. You don't even like to, I know you, <laughs> you don't even like to talk about some of the dark days, but you know, the show is called on purpose and what we really do, you know, we talk about how you turn pain into purpose, how you um, turn tragedy into triumph, how you, you make it through these, these dark periods. And a lot of people, I think have gone through those uh, or maybe even going through one right now to know that it's possible. So you're kind of selling yourself short. I mean, in those times, if you're a real estate professional, nothing's moving, you know, not, and, and a lot of that is the environment. But, um, you know, you're you're not eating. Right. I mean, you, you don't have money coming in. Um, the market is completely people don't know where what, if they're going to even be able to stay in the houses and the homes that they've got. I mean, there's not a lot of folks buying homes because of the, the huge collapse in 2008. And, and of course, Michigan takes a big hit because of the auto industry here that so many of these these folks in in in, uh, in residents are, are a part of. So what was it like at that at that bottom? What I mean, what was that like for you guys professionally and and uh, and at home? Because your wife, it's not just you. <laughs> you guys are like this uh, amazing, you know, dynamic duo team. Your wife is also working in real estate as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you, you, you brought up incredible, incredible parts. Well, good times or bad times. The classes and seminars that I teach real estate agents, whether they're brand new or seasoned veterans, is that when we get out of bed in the morning, it's one of the few occupations that you're unemployed in the good times and the bad times. And so you you have to keep mm-hmm. you have to keep that smile on your face and that positive attitude. And you know, like you and I've talked before, Justin, a lot of that boils down to your your self talk, what you tell yourself all day. And if you're gonna buy in and whether or not you 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 know take the take the tact in life that you know everything's going bad and I can't and I list, start listening to people that say you shouldn't you wouldn't you couldn't and and that's just not where we go we 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 yeah you're right we're positive we stay the course we do what it takes to be upbeat because there's a lot of people that are downbeat in the world. And I think I've told you this before for 20 some years, I have my business um, principles. I have my daily affirmations laminated and they hang in my shower. So I can talk to myself every morning and, and keep that upbeat going because in the business we're in real estate, you know, it is a extreme roller coaster ride. I, before I married my wife, Kim, nearly 30 years ago, I remember her mother-in-law or my mother-in-law telling her that, you know, I'm not so sure you want to be married to a realtor. The the good times are great and the bad times are really rough and you're not so good at, at the rough part. So, but, you know, we stuck it out where the tough, the tough was tough and the good is good. And, and you try to try to learn and grow and you get better at a lot of things like budgets and you get better at a lot of things that that uh you hadn't thought you should when the times were good so but after almost 35 years of selling real estate 
you've come up and down so many times in Michigan that I, I have a saying, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> and it's up to you. You know, Mark, what I'm hearing is a lot, a lot of similarity in the mindset. Um, when, when I lost my dream job, you know, back in 2012 and turned into a nightmare, there was something about it that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And there was this just knowing this peace, this knowing. And even Lizzie at the time, she was, you know, she I came home and gave her the news. I kind of we kind of had a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of an update, a heads up on that. It was going to happen. But just didn't know when and it did happen that day i remember coming home and talking to her and she's just like wow you should be freaking out you should be throwing things but it's funny because even then and i kind of hear this in your story maybe you can talk about this a little bit but even then i knew there was something bigger there was something better coming and i I just had that knowing that everything happens for a reason that there was something that i was supposed to do and that i was gonna do and that everything was gonna be fine also knowing that I was going to have to dig in and go to work. So is that is that the difference, the, the, the reaction time and the how far or how how long you allow yourself, if you even allow yourself to, to get down about it? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, Justin. You uh, there's a really good book by my friend Will Bowen called um, Compliment, a compliment free world, or excuse me, a complaint free world. And Will Will talks in that book about how many times a day people complain around the globe and he says that people complain on average 15 to 30 times a day sure and and i've done a lot of research on compliments just the opposite and Mm -hmm. my unofficial laboratory results say that the average person gets about one compliment every 31 days and and so when you choose to live this life and your question revolves around you know the dark times like like lizzie said you know don't you need to be down on this period i think you're a lot like me what you found out is that you know to help yourself you're also helping other people yeah and and that's kind of the ladder that gets you up out of the pit of of desperation and despair and is you know, the world the world goes round by helping people who are down. So that that's just that's just the way that I go about my day, and that's how I live my life is is not measuring you know the the troubled moments, but just hanging on to those few little moments that you can put a smile on your face and maybe do something for your wife or your family or your friends or your loved ones or your customers, clients, or consumers, whatever, you know, patients, it doesn't matter, whatever, whoever you're serving besides just being self-serving, there's so much more to life that, that helps you pull your way through it. And I think that's what you found. And I see that in a lot of the things that you do, Justin, with your Facebook and your stuff on Twitter and, and you're so uplifting and motivational. So you're a man right after my own heart as it relates to that. You know, um, I got to play and I appreciate that. Thank you, Mark. But I got to play devil's advocate because there's somebody listening who's probably saying, ah, this is a bunch of this, you know, rah, rah, you know, um, uh, and, and positivity, you know, but give me something practical. So we're going to take a break and we come back. Because here's the thing that I know. I know about your story, and I know this about anybody who's successful. Yeah, there's the mindset part of it, but there's also, like, the practicality, the actionable uh, part of this. There's a point where the rubber meets the road, and I know for a fact that happened in, in your point, and... 
I want to I want to touch on that. What did you do? I mean, other than thinking and being more positive, right? Mm-hmm. What what did you actually do that gave you an advantage? And what are some steps and some things that people uh, can can maybe look at themselves. Also, what is that crazy thing hanging in your shower? Because <laughs> you talked about that, and I gotta, I can't let you go. We'll have to get into that. What's hanging in Mark's shower uh, <laughs> uh, when we come back? You can get the full show notes, by the way, at justinbarclay.com slash purpose 011. That's justinbarclay.com slash purpose 011. Mark D. Gleason, when we come back, sold by Mark. Or, what, what's the website again? Soldbygleason.com? Yeah. Sold by Gleason.com if you want to check him out. Back in the shower with Mark right after this. This is On Purpose. On Purpose. On the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, lather up. Get ready. We're going to step into the shower with Mark. Amongst other things, I want to find out what is Mark Gleason really doing like when it comes to the practical steps i mean we can talk the the rah-rah the you know the positivity all day and i love those things and they feel great i mean and it feels really good to kind of fanboy on some of this motivational success talk that 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 you see it's an entire industry nowadays but what about the actual Steps and I, you, you mentioned something in your shower, Mark. So let's start with that. What did you? What is? What is in your shower? And uh, how did you start that? Yeah, about twenty-five years ago, I kept a journal next to my phone that had um, every single transaction that I did. I kept real detailed notes when I had great results. When I got screwed in a deal, I, I kept those notes. And I built what I made my 10 most important business principles. Hmm. And I read those each morning, like always get it in writing. Hmm. (laughs) Simple things that you have to follow. Don't give money to people before the work to be performed is well underway. You know, that old thing. Hmm. On the back of that laminated um, shower hanging form says, you know, uh, a bunch of my daily affirmations and in And some of this, you know, what you go through these tough parts and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rah, rah from the self-help industry out there that is just some people view as, you know, just nothing but a bunch of uh, hoorah cheerleaders. And that's not really what it is. When you when you find yourself down, you ask what were some of the steps where the rubber meets the road and where you actually do make a difference and for me when i found myself in 2011 down and out in real estate but not out cold i told you this before we i went to the library every every um friday morning with the biggest laundry basket i could and i made a goal to read 500 books 
in 2012. So I went on this reading journey and I had to amend my goal a couple times. I ended the year reading 1,400 books on about four or five really intense subjects because I wanted to relearn um, what needed to be done to you know make a difference. That year I wrote six books. I'm finishing my 17th book right now. And, and so it really comes down to where the rubber meets the road with accountability and what you do with your time. And how I did that was, you know, I kind of turned off the TV and got books on tapes, didn't listen to the radio, didn't didn't get involved in a lot of Internet baloney, um, just focused on every single spare t- second that I could in my in my profession, Justin, that allowed me, you know, the time not to be wasted, but to retool up my factory, which is, you know, my life. And I found out that you you could do some pretty amazing things. You know, I I figured I read 165,000 pages, 23,500,000 words. I was reading about 450 pages a day and making incredible notes, study and review. And I did that while I was still working probably 60, 65 hours a week at my regular real profession, which is being a realtor. So when people tell me that they can't get time for this and they can't find time for that, I, I, you know, I scratch my head and say, well, what are you doing with your time? So that's where it really, that's what really boils down to. What do you want for your life and what are you going to do to get it? What do you recommend? Cause I 100% agree uh, that we, we all have more time than what we, what we realize and having spent really, um, some time with some high performance individuals um, and the, you know, the highest guys with, you know, hundred million dollar net worth and above and what they what they are doing with their day is just absolutely, uh, you know, it's it's just amazing. But it's also um, I think for some people looking at it, maybe a little intimidating. So you don't have to start reading a thousand books in one year. You know, you can start reading a couple of pages here and there, right? I mean, little baby steps. Oh, no. I recommend that. Well, I just wrote a chapter in a book that's called Journeys to Success. There was 21 authors. It's gone Amazon bestseller international. Anyway, my chapter is titled Anything's Possible If You'll Sacrifice. And that's kind of what if you read three four five pages a day Les brown tells you your life will change if you read 30 pages a day mm. and and so one of the one of the thoughts that i had in my chapter was as it relates to earnings and there's a lot more to life than just earning money however um what what i talk about in this one particular paragraph is it doesn't matter what you make dollar wise what matters is what you do with the dollars you make that will make you wise mm-hmm. so that that boils very similar down to my reading regime and now my writing regime i try to write between two and 2500 words a day because i i just it makes me healthy mentally to do that and you know i try to walk four or five miles a day i try to do things that make me feel better and in turn, I think that that will help others feel better. But, you know, anybody can read, as long as you can read, anybody can read two, three, four pages a day. And before long, you've strung an entire book together. And yeah. and so, 
Well, you know, the other thing I'll add on to that, just to kind of piggyback, Mark, because I think it's a great point. You, You said as long as you can read. And I was thinking as you were talking about this. That, you know, technology and the way things are now, I mean, we're recording this in 2016. So think about it. Everything is at your fingertips. And what you're looking for when we're hacking away at some of these things is the idea, the principles behind it. And what Mark's saying is that I'm growing every day. I'm I'm discovering new ideas. I'm expanding my mind and I'm looking at the world through a different lens every day because I'm I'm learning. Now that doesn't happen. What is your learning? Does it is it reading? Is it do you re, do you learn visually? Do you learn uh, auditorily with uh, with by listening because you have all these things, right? So one of the things I love is um, Audible is a great is a great way. You know, you can get those books now on the audio books and you can you can just churn through them. You can even speed it up if you want to, like, get through them even faster. Speed the. And by the way, I've got a I've got a great link on my website um, to some free audio, audible books if you want to check those out. But I, I love that, Mark. But I also read. And um, that was something that I never did until about 2012. And I did the same. You know, it wasn't a thousand books like you did, man. But I, I jumped in. I go, man. I'm going to have to really become uh, somebody different than I am now. This was in 2012. Like, right? If I want to, if I want to have a different reality, <laughs> if I want to change, I've got to do some different things. And um, one of one of my one of my thoughts was like, man, I'm going to. I just got to start reading. And so um, the other thing that I recommend is podcasting or listening to podcasts, you know, because a lot of times you'll you'll get a chance to hear. That's like a, this great example of what we're doing right now. Mark and his ideas and the thoughts and what he's gone through. Um, I recommend, uh, of course, buying the books. And but, you know, you also get the, the, the ideas kind of condensed in a little bit shorter time frame. So you can col- collapse time frames even more there. Another shot to do that. But my point of even saying any of this is that it's possible. There are no limitations. All of this information, the knowledge and even wisdom is available at your fingertips 24 seven. There are no excuses if you've got that desire uh, to, to actually do that, right? Oh, 100%. I, I, I wrote a chapter in a book this morning, and it just reminded me how when you talked about how different forms of learning styles, and, and one, one of the key points that I wrote in this chapter this morning had to do with the language of listening hmm. and, and how much you can learn while your mouth is shut and your two ears are up and, and, and at it. And so there's this whole language of learning that happens when we're not talking. And, and I, I can say from my time that I've spent with you, as soon as I zip it, I learn from you. And so, I mean, it, it, it never it never ends. So I, I take my lead from other other leaders like you that know that that's just one of the forms of learning okay there's all these others you learn from writing you learn from reading you learn from experiences you learn from hopefully the past yeah and you're you're working towards a better future but that's uh those are all kind of the different things that we're touching on in our lives if we're going to make a difference in people's lives especially our own I want to ask you about your writing because you just you just mentioned you mentioned writing as another form of of this, and I, I kind of have a 
a bit of a thought on this, but I just I want to see if I'm I'm right. How big in the process of learning is teaching? Oh, it's well for me. It's self fulfilling. I, I I my wife asked me the other day, what would my ultimate passion be? And another one of my mentors asked me that last week is, you know, what would you want to be remembered by? And and it would be, you know, teaching other teachers. Now, I, I have a goal that would be an, a long range, 10 or 15 year goal from now to start my own college that would be a college to teach teachers the new way of learning, the new way of doing, the new economy, because nothing is as it was before. Mm. And and so, you know, that's a little bit of a an issue. And I'm not picking on school teachers or teachers in college or anywhere else, but you you have to self-develop constantly or else you're going to be falling behind. And 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 so that's part of what I'm doing while I'm writing. I'm teaching myself new skills that you know i try to go to as many seminars and live events as possible people say you know live events change lives so because you're going to learn from a teacher but hopefully you're also going to learn as a teacher yourself and giving back yeah i i really agree i think that when um you know when you learn something to teach it to someone else you're learning from a completely different um, perspective and it gives you this uh, you'll have a little bit of responsibility I think you learn more you pay attention more and then I think that really I, I think closing that loop continuing that idea of here's now I'm going to take this thing that I've picked up and pass it on to someone else I think that that actually closes the, the circuit of the full process of, of learning Oh, there's, there's, there's no doubt it. that, uh, that is a loop, a loop closer. And it's kind of like the students of today, um, can find a lot of problems, but you know, where do they go for solutions? I had a quote in one of my books that says something like Sim- simply offering situations without solutions is like we're trying to ride a bike without a chain. It'll get you nowhere. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, if you can be a problem solver, so when you bring a situation to your employer or to your spouse, family, friends, relatives, your patients and whatever, when you bring a situation to them, I would challenge almost anybody that I come in contact with to, to also bring solutions and and watch your lives and their lives change and so if you encourage that with everybody you run into just as you challenge me and i challenge you to do the same thing i mean there is really there's really there's opportunity everywhere you look so and i think you've learned that in your life and you continue to learn that justin and you're in in what you're studying and your own writing and and your own podcasting and the, the different things that you're doing with your own life is probably a lot of what other teachers and other people like us have found. I want to take a break and uh, we're, we're talking more of the practical steps and things that you can do. But I, w- I also want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, where where, you know, where you were when the bottom kind of kind of fell out and climbing out of that, you know. 
um, how much of preparation plays a part in that? Because um, there, there are going to be some folks that are listening right now. Maybe you're thinking like, okay, I'm not at the bottom, and thank God, but you know, I can sense that maybe that's coming. How how can I be prepared? What are some lessons we can learn in that process? Mark Gleason joins us right now. Uh, you can grab his books. Enthusiasm Every Day is uh, one of my favorites. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about that one coming up here in a little bit. But Mark D. Gleason is his name. Sold by Gleason.com, the website. And if you want to grab the full show notes, everything that we mentioned, the resources, the things that we're talking about right now, uh, you can get a full rundown at justinbarclay.com slash purpose zero one one back with mark right after this this is on purpose with justin barclay on the blaze radio network the jeff fisher show a couple of million dollar ideas came out one from our very own glenn beck the bathroom store right we're having such a big deal about the bathrooms and how about that huh you pay to use the private bathrooms within his little talk of bathroom store inside malls his idea was that malls will be dead in 10 years people are buying things online or separate stores or what have you what else could you use the malls for oh i know Drone racing. The Jeff Fisher Show. Saturday morning, 6 to 8 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, so Mark, you have, uh, you've got kids you're professionally going through a tough time and your wife is also in the same profession. Uh, a lot of times when people are going through a tough times, especially when it comes to a transition in their career, their job, their business, whatever it might be, you've got someone else to kind of fall back on or, or lean uh, on. And in your situation, you know, your wife and you are in this together, right? It, you're either both going to go down in flames together or, or something bad could happen too. Um, what, what was that as far as, you know, as far as the family, uh, time when that was, when that was all shaken down in the housing industry as a real estate professional and it all kind of fell, what, what, what was that like for you? Well, you know, the, if, if you've ever been to Alaska or you go f- really far north in Canada and it never gets dark at night, mm. it's just the opposite of that when you're in the tough times. <laughs> it never gets light. It's always dark. And so you're, you're kind of like trying to go around with night vision goggles and you're trying to see and search for answers that maybe just aren't there. It's just time. And you have to, you know, you have to have gut check from the neck up type of thing and and you know you do talk to yourself and you have to get yourself through those tough times and yeah those tough times if you were in real estate 2008 9 and it really didn't pull out in michigan until probably 11 or 12 before it really started to stabilize there were a lot of years and a lot of long nights a friend of mine jim palmer calls 3 30 in the morning squishy time or squishyville time you know when you when you you're awake and you think what in the world is going on how am i going to make a living how is this thing going to get any better how am i going to make the change that that i need to because nothing really seems to be working and and you you you, you after time you realize it's not you it's everybody else yeah and you then go in search of knowledge and you retool your you know your business practices 
you rekindle your relationships and you just don't give up. And so that's that's what my wife and I had to do through those tough times and and you just you just don't give up. You just don't quit. You don't take no as an answer. And I'm sure there are people out there, Justin, that hear that and think that that's just, you know, that's just a bunch of hooey. Well, it's not. Mm-hmm. And after you've been through the real lows and you pull yourself out and you talked about preparation, I call it the four P's of preparation, you know, proper, proper preparation prepares for perfection. Well, nothing is perfect. And, but you know what? You just keep on swinging. Somebody told me not long ago that the all-time record home run hitter was, was uh, I forget, Babe Ruth for years and years. What was he? he? had 714 home runs, but he had the world record for most strikeouts, too. So you've got to keep swinging. But he's known for the home runs. He's not known for the strikeout record. But that's that's kind of how you get through it. You have to keep striking out if you're going to hit a home run or you're just going to get a solid single or get on base and, you know, make a difference. And the difference is what you got to make in your own life with what you make about your own life. So you just keep smiling. You just keep high-fiving people. And, you know, in, in my world, I try to give compliments to people. And that really, I find, makes a big difference. And... Um, I'll add, a, I'll add another P to your piece there, and that's perspective, because it sounds like what you just said, and and, and I, I know from the, you know, thinking about and hearing about Babe Ruth and all the strikeouts, but uh, if you don't look at a strikeout as the end, you just look at it as another point on your way to another home run, and that's your perspective. Boy, that really changes things. Beautiful. That, really, that's, that's right on the head, Justin. So for preparation, because people are, are, are going through career transitions all the time, or maybe they're just in that feeling thinking like, I'm in this job that I don't really necessarily love. It's putting food on the table, but I don't know for how long. I mean, what are some lessons that we can learn from you, uh, a guy who, as you go through the ups and downs, and you you have, you know, and you, you as somebody in the real estate profession, I mean, you know, you're talking you have to be prepared for the for the uh, for the lean um, even even during the, uh, the the time of fat. Now, look, I, I get that as an entrepreneur because I had to learn that transitioning from somebody who worked a job where they just handed you a paycheck. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, here you go versus, well, when's the next one coming or what? What's the next, uh, you know, a freelancer, solopreneur, whatever you want to call these uh, these terms these days. I feel like, man, we're really headed to a future that looks um, that looks like it's it's going to be we're going to see even more of that a lot of that. What are some things that you know practical that we can do at home? You mentioned budgeting, but what what are the other prepared um, steps we can take? Well, it, this this is what it is for me. I try to get up a little earlier, work a little later at night, be a little smarter every single second of every single day. My morning preparation routine gets me up about five in the morning. I read, write, I study, I think, I pray, I reflect, I organize, and I go through a lot of the same routines and habits and principles, and I follow the same steps over and over that have that I've figured out what do what really does 
produce the most results for me. And I try to stick with that. And and that boils down to a lot of self-education and self-development and continuing on that trail. Now, what you do every step of the day, you know, do you have an accountability person? Are you accountable to yourself? Do you even know what you do all day, every day? And, you know, I, I have been going through a journey about the last six months where I kept track every half hour to an hour what I did throughout the entire day for about five and a half months I, I've gotten to. And, and you find incredible patterns in that process of of being self-aware and holding yourself accountable. So that's a lot of it is who who is holding you accountable for getting yourself out of bed a little earlier in the morning? Well, nobody's going to kick your butt out of bed but yourself. What did you find? I'm just curious because um, I know that I, that I have a lot of time that is not 100%. Well, we won't call it... Um, efficient i don't know if it's effective but i know that i've got some i've got some tightening that i could do let's just put it that way right uh what what did you find that was the most interesting about your time and how you were using it and you're a pretty effective guy when it comes to that stuff i call them peak productivity periods i find out when the brain activity has the most stimulus when it is the most rested when it can produce the most and it's usually the first oh i think i've told you this before it's usually the first two or three hours of the day is when your brain will have the greatest activity and so that's why the night before you need to get done what you need to get done so that in that period of time you're when you get out of bed at five in the morning or 5 30 in the morning you you have got yourself in a position to where you can be the most creative you can do the most self-development and you can accomplish things that you maybe never thought you could before because of that now after you keep track of what you did every 30 minutes to an hour and you write that down and you track all of that and you start to compile where your time is going the answers get real simple for you you'll say Oh my goodness, what did I really do for three days from four to six in the afternoon? This is ridiculous. I could have done this, this, and this and accomplished this, this, and this during that time. And I'm not saying that you don't need to take breaks or reward yourself for great accomplishments. That You have to celebrate victories. That's all part of being a, a rounded individual that is uplifting and helping yourself as much as helping others. So that's the productivity periods that I found, Justin, for me, for me, maybe it's different for other people, but I think after you work all day and you put in a whole day and then you spend family time and you go through the processes and then you tell me that you're going to be the most productive from 10 o'clock at night until one in the morning while you surf the internet with nothing but disruptions and interruptions, I, I, myself, I don't find that for me. I'm not saying for anybody else or you, but for me, those are the peak productivity times are morning, early morning. And, and again, that's just me. You ask me what I, what works for me. That's what works for me. Maybe some other time works for you. Well, I think I think there is no, you know, I think we're all like snowflakes. We are different. You know, I do think um, 
I've found that any time can work. I think there are some naturally occurring times for some people just based on their cycles and, and how they are. Like, I've always been a night owl, but at the same time, I don't have to be. I ha- I did morning radio for years, so I was capable of getting up and going in the morning. But uh, if if you put me in a position where I naturally... Um, you know, I was going to naturally perform, it would have probably been, especially when I was younger, later in the evening. Yet now I'm finding as I get older um, that my more, I, more produ- my more productive times are definitely in the morning. And then I kind of hit, um, Mark, I kind of hit a place where I have used especially if I'm doing creative tasks because I creativity for me and I'm a naturally creative guy, but I lose the juice and I just, my brain doesn't want to do anything. So I got to get it done early. And then I kind of go into the stage where it's like, I just want to veg and I don't, it doesn't need to be sitting on the couch, but I need to recharge my batteries. Maybe it's go for a walk or maybe it's, you know, go even like going for a drive. Sometimes I just hop in the car and take my dog, take Daisy. We go for a drive. You know, we can go, uh, you know, go out to the lake, go hit, get anywhere, you know, and just just kind of just unplug for a minute. Sometimes I do feel like I need to do that. But it's really interesting to hear you say peak times because I think we all do have nat- natural spikes and 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 valleys, too. Right. In in our in our energy and uh, in our, probably in our in our performance as well. No, there's no question about it. When I did all the book reading, the, the intense book reading 2012, I read about 200 books on how the brain works. Mm. And I found that that after intense periods, you have what's called what I call brain burn, <laughs> where your brain just has to take a trickle back effect. Yeah. It has to rejuvenate itself. And mm-hmm. I don't know enough about um, nutrition in the brain, but I think that your brain becomes almost like hungry yeah. and it needs to be rejuvenated, re- regenerated so that it can go again yeah. because I- I'll feel it intense. If I write for yeah. you know an hour and 45 minutes, my hand has gotten so has gotten so well built up that I can go, but my brain can't continue that, you know, neuron processing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and not able to send and receive the messages that you're trying to. And and you, and you kind of go into this stagnant period where you have to get up and take a drive or take a walk and go do something else so that you can get yourself back into it. And it's probably the, you know, the the Fords and Edisons of the world, when they set up their factories, they probably found out that they needed to give people break time after a certain period of time and made it mandatory that the people step away from the intensity of, you know, whether it's the assembly line or whether they're in, you know, doing chemistry work or whatever work they're doing. That's, that's what breaks are all about. Now, I think that even can go just into a bigger picture you know if you if you want to take all the way out what you're working for for vacations and i always say before you finish your last vacation you must schedule another one during that vacation because your most peak productivity periods will be every day between your last vacation and your next one that you've already set up Mm -hmm. so and that just boils down to, Mark, I, this is the theme of the show, on purpose, intentionality. Being intentional 
about what you're doing and why you're doing it and when you're doing it. And it, it, it really does boil down to uh, making sure. And it's so tough because nowadays you hear like the, the keyword, the buzzword is hustle. And I think we hear it so much that uh, folks get kind of um, they, they get a little confused or they, they don't they miss the, the, the other side of the coin, that hustle coin, which is intentional rest, not laziness. It's not lazy to rest. It's not lazy to schedule in those little points in those periods, because here's the deal. If you're not, you're never going to perform at peak uh, and optimal levels when you are hustling. You'll never get the full hustle. You know, you've got to recharge yourself just like you would recharge your body. You've got to recharge your brain and emotionally, right? So when you are hustling, when you are banging away, like you've got that thing to look forward to, whether it's a vacation or whether it's, you know, a certain date night that you're going to go out and spend some time with your, your wife or whatever it is, right? You're being very intentional about that. So that's, I love that you, you point out that you <laughs> said, don't uh, finish your one vacation until you've scheduled the next. And I'll tell you something really interesting in the last few years, uh, ever since, you know, like I said, the change for me, uh, Lizzie and I will go through at one point of the year, we will sit down and we will put on the calendar all of that. And it's so funny because most people don't do it. Well, Lizzie still has, she does have a job that she works. It's, you know, it's, it's a, a great job. She loves it. And she, you know, it's funny because she'll go in and put in her time that we have intentionally sat down and decided what are we going to do and when are we going to do it? What would we like to do anyway? This is pretty much the blueprint could change, but she'll go in and put in her time and get every single day because no one else has sat and thought about it in the respect of, what should I do? And put everything on the calendar, the birthdays. And I'm telling you, we, we get great things that happen for us. Like, well, we're going to take Memorial Day or we're going to take days around Fourth of July. And then you can like actually make these huge um, sort of uh, strips of time really work for you when people are, you know, when people are down anyway. So, you know, I love that you said that, Mark, because. I think in, in being intentional or doing things, you know, quote unquote, on purpose is really where the power is in all this. You're right on the head. Remember, we talked about my enthusiasm every day book when I had to make a decision. What what short story I'd written, 28,000 little short stories. Mm. And for that book, I had to decide what story would go on what day of the calendar because it's January first through december 31st and so i had to make intentional decisions about what story to go on what day mm. and it's like you're you're and lizzie's way of sitting down and looking at the calendar and intentionally deciding maybe maybe a break for you is to go to your favorite spot up north and sit on the bank looking out over the lake yeah and that might only be for a friday and saturday night and then you're back at it but that's really something intentional to look forward to same as same as the in my book when i chose what story for enthusiasm every day went in those were intentional decisions that i made based on you know i i, I told you before i made it on the birthdays of my Facebook friends. How <laughs> I saw personality profiling. Uh, I I have fifteen or twenty a day that I wish a happy birthday, and I could start to see people's personalities were very similar based on their birthday. And so, you know that 
my favorite one was my friend Doug, the owner of the restaurants in Grand Rapids, and and you know his the story that fell on Doug's day, and I had I have no idea what his birthday was, but. I think it was like April 25th and it just said never eat in a restaurant with a one big menu and no lines. Mm. And, and so how, how you live your life is that you see those kind of patterns and, 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 uh, and so there's productivity and all of that because when you and Lizzie sat down and made that, let's say year ahead, um, calendar decisions that you're going to go here on this day and here on this day, that's healthy. That's like getting rest. That's like taking your next nourishment. That's like the next breath that you automatically need to take, but your body just automatically does it. So if you can intentionally figure out how to unintentionally make those decisions like like vacations and time away and date night and those really, really important things, and you do that, in a matter that's just like breathing yeah your life there, there may be no limits to your life well let's boil it down and i want to talk about your book here in a second because uh, i just discovered something that might just knock your socks off uh, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet but it comes it really boils down to your book and a really interesting um coincidence that i discovered but uh let's boil it down to your day like you were just talking about peak performance during your day and i think most of the very uh you know peak performance individuals highly effective successful people that you know stories you've read or you've heard you know these people because they're the most uh well known in these categories but also, folks that I've had time to be able to sit down and, and really spend some time with, they're being intentional about about their time. They're being intentional about their energy. And one of the things that you'll look at is, you know, during their day, not just the calendar of the entire year, but let's look at the day and let's look at the minutes uh, a little closer and examine those moments. What are what can you do during your day? To, to, to just kind of scatter in some of these things where you are intentionally breaking down uh, and say, I'm going to work. These are my peak times. Now, if you if you have this available to you, let's say, OK, I work a job, right? I, I'm, I've got to be at this place from nine to five. Well, you can work this into your job, but you can also say I've got my side hustle. Right. And I want to um, write a book or I want to start blogging or I've got a business, you know, direct sales, network marketing, something like that on the side. Or maybe you're making your own product whatever it is and you got to do those things on the outside of where your where your 9 to 5 is well then you're you're also able to use these uh these little ways to intentionally schedule your day you've got to put those things in that you look forward to some of it might be recharging for you might be meditation might be a nap a lot of people use the gym they like to work out um walking mark i know you were just actually talking about that uh, and i know for a fact you you put those big rocks in first like covey said right i mean you you are scheduling that stuff can we get a little look at your day and the big rocks that you're making sure that you're putting in so that you can perform at a peak level no question about it. The I, I kind of go at it backwards because you really, really don't know how long you're going to be here on this planet. And, and I lost my dad about two months ago, and, and he was 
he was my big rock. He was my best man in my wedding. Mm. He was there for me and, and taught me some incredible life lessons that I, I can't, it would be hard for me to, to go back. Dad was a builder and, and he had a rule when, when we were building homes and, and a potential buyer maybe showed up at the house or somebody we didn't know, he had us go into quiet mode. We were only allowed to say one word as construction workers when we were you know growing up in our teens and early early adulthood working for dad building houses and and when that when that one word that we were allowed to use came out of our mouths the impact that that had on that potential buyer or maybe another realtor or maybe a banker or an inspector whoever was at that house site dad only allowed that one word and we learned so much from that dad would allow us to say this one word justin perfect and that word would have impact throughout incredible periods of time you can imagine a new buyers at that house looking at this qual the, con the construction quality going on and all he can hear from the construction people is perfect 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 and and those became big rock lessons wow. that we learned and built our life and what we decided to do and so coming in the back door because like i said you never know how long you have here on this planet I've, I dedicate a lot of my day to try and compliment people, yeah. praise people, um, commend them, congratulate them, just, just pat them on the back and tell them I'm proud of them and keep up the good work. And, and I, and I notice you and I recognize you. Now, these are not things built in that I do from eight to eight forty-five, or that I try to get done. These are just, these are just kind of like the clouds hovering over the rest of my life, mm. the things I want to accomplish in my life and do in my life, which, and that may not be giving you real concrete, you know, nail on the head, hammer on the nail head answer that you were looking for, but it's the general way that I try to live my life and, and be productive because, I mean, you, you, you can literally change people's lives by telling them how proud you are of them, mm. and you do it sincere. It's no makeup baloney. It's just consider the person you run into next probably didn't have, hasn't had a compliment in 31 days. Yeah. And so when you tell them, I like your shoes, where'd you get those shoes? Or, hey, you know, mm -hmm. I, I wish I could figure out how to do what you do. You, you do not know the impact that that may have by putting a big rock in their world. And I know that sounds probably weird or cliche, but. The thing of it is, that's how I live my life. And those are the big rocks that I live for because I see the impact and I see the change that that makes to people when you give somebody, you know, yeah. compliment instead of a complaint. <laughs> and and I, I know it, it almost takes my breath away just, just describing it because once I stumbled onto that, a lot of a lot of what I thought was really important big rocks that I was trying to accomplish during the day really Justin didn't become big rocks it be, it be, they became little things and so when I see something you tell me on Facebook that your happy place is sitting there on the edge of that dock or on that dock looking out over that water that's a happy place for me too to know that you're happy 
So. Mm. So interesting. I just came across this quote from uh, Zig Ziglar, and I never, I'd never seen this before, but um, just the other day, Monday, son. When you see a person without a smile, give them one of yours. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, oh man, that's perfect, and it's, it's, uh, man, I, you know, uh, I love that, Mark. I want to talk a little bit more about your book too, because uh, this book. No matter who reads it, no matter who you give a copy of it to, somebody's going to find something very special and very personal in this book. And I'll explain to you why when we come back. And maybe, Mark, you can tell us a little bit about it's a kind of a coincidence. You, you gave us a little bit of a glimpse into how you put it together. Enthusiasm every day. Pick yourself up and attack your day with enthusiasm. The name of the book, Mark D. Gleason and Mark. Uh, of course, the website sold with uh, sold by Gleason.com, right? And then um, you can get full show notes, by the way, justinbarclay.com slash purpose 011. I want to take a quick break, though, and I will tell you more about this book when we come back. And maybe we can even give some copies away, Mark. Might be kind of fun. We'll do that right after this. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to On Purpose with Justin Barkley on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so Mark, you don't even know this yet. We're with Mark Gleason right now, soldbygleason.com, and uh, the book is called Enthusiasm Every Day. Mark, a good friend of mine, I have to uh, let you on in the inside. I think you could probably gather that by now, but Mark, the book. Oh, man, I discovered something that I think is going to knock your socks off. First, let's tell you. Maybe you could tell me just a, a little bit about this book, what exactly it is and how you wrote it so we can talk about how special it is. Sure. I'll try to keep it brief so we can move on. But the over about 20 some years in business, I kept these journals and I wrote these little short stories might be a sentence, a paragraph or two about you know life's challenges and life's changes and 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 so when i compiled it all together i decided i was going to write this little coffee table book and i was going to do it in a format of a calendar year basis and i tried to choose the story based on my like i explained to him all my different facebook friends that have birthdays and i love to wish everybody a happy birthday on their birthday saw these personality profiles so i tried to choose a story that went best with the friends birthdays on that day and and that's how i picked the story justin so you know i i've run into people all over the place that i either sell my book or you know they've already bought picked up my book somewhere and and they'll say oh my gosh on page 108 how in the world did you come up with so and so i read it to my friend it was his birthday and that friend is so tied similar to that that they literally fell down on the floor and, and said that is just uncanny how can that fall on my birthday well mm. there was a little bit of intention that went into that and it, it took years to write this thing to come up with you know a, a different little meaning for each day that people can take away 
from the words that I say. So that's kind of how this thing fell together. And we've just had a blast with it is with, with really great people like you, Justin, that have grabbed a hold of it and said, this is, this is really, there's some really good meaning in here. And, and, and a lot of it is from my study of human nature and how, how human beings act, react, and get distracted. And so I try to focus in on a lot of things. So that's kind of how it fell together, Justin. So now what's interesting about this is, Mark, I, you know, I'll, I'll just like, I'll read your mind real quick. And I, th- I think we, when I read this too, I did the same thing. I said, what? So there's two ways I can be looking at this. Like maybe I'm looking as a human being, I'm trying to recognize patterns and I'm looking for something bigger here, but it just made sense to me. Mine's July 17th. When experience matters, education is cheap compared to the cost of experience. And the funny thing is, is that I always tell the story that I enrolled in college, but I never went. I was already working in radio. (laughs) So I was like... You know, so I was like, yeah, I don't need this. I've already got my foot in the door. I've already got everything. I don't need it. And for me, education, now it takes an even deeper meaning and another twist now as in the last few years I've just spent on top of the experience that I had in the 20 years in the radio business, right, and marketing and the business world, uh, major companies working with, uh, you know, three-letter uh, network companies that you would recognize if I said it. You know, you, you, you learn so many different things, and it's the experience that matters. <laughs> That's it. The, the education process that I have gone through, though, in the last few years really eerie to hear this because now it's a it's a complete shift in using that leveraging the experience that i have but also adding all the new education all the new learning all the new things that i'm learning in the last several years so that blew me away man when i read that that was my birthday wow so yeah i mean you can say is it is it is it is it really you know is it really uh Am I looking for something for an for a coincidence here? But let me tell you what I discovered, Mark. And you may know about this, but this is something that I discovered um, earlier this spring, and and I I, I immediately thought of you. Um, have you read much of? Uh, do you know who Dan Millman is? No, he wrote a book called "The Way of the Peaceful Warrior." It's a novel. Um, it became actually they made it into a movie and I started reading that book The Way of the Peaceful Warrior one of the things I do at night is I read before I go to bed but it's nonfiction when I read I read my, my other stuff during the day but just to kind of wind down I was reading this because it's kind of a personal development slash novel fiction stuff so it was a great book and I, I highly recommend it but I started looking at Dan's other stuff. And, you know, when you go on Amazon, you can look at the author and everything else they've written. And one of the things that I discovered was he wrote a book called The Life You Were Born to Live. And hold on. Let me let me just I'm, I'm, I'm going to make some noise here. I'm in the office. Let me just grab it. OK. All right. So, you know, um, my the, the, the name of the show, in fact, is called On Purpose. So it's kind of been a mantra for me 
inspiration, to be inspired, to be intentional, to live on purpose. Those things have been really resonating with me and focusing. I've been focusing on those. So it's I think it's no it's uh you know, it's really no coincidence that I found this book. The, the subtitle to this book is A Guide to Finding Your Life Purpose. So I, it's an old book, and I was instantly drawn to it. And I, it's, it's huge. It's a really thick book. And, and sometimes I'll do Amazon. I'll go on and I'll order, like, you know, stuff if I see something. Or at, I've started adding things to my wish list because I get backed up sometimes on the books. Like, okay, I, I, I order more. It's almost 450 pages, this book. So it's sitting on my bookshelf one night, and I decided I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to read this. And I was shifting between having a book to read at night, and I thought, well, I'll just read a little bit of this. And this is why I only read fiction at night now, because I started to read this book, and I just got sucked in. Because at first I looked at it, I said, oh, man, it's too much. I don't want to really dig into this. But I started reading because there's a preface, there's a, and then there's a point at the, at the front of the book that says how to read this book. And so it gives you like a glimpse. You don't have to read all 450 pages. You just read little pieces at a time, and it tells you exactly how to do it. Here's the, the, the point of the book and how he breaks it down. Everyone has a birthday, and this is all rooted in, you, you know who Pythagoras was, right? Yes. This is all rooted in um, Pythagorean heritage, is what he says now. I won't bore you with the specifics of what that is. I'll just say that everything has a number. Okay, and go. you can go look this up. Go research this. Look up Pythagoras. Look up the Pythagorean um, brotherhood. Um, and everything having a number, meaning that everything kind of is assigned to this, let's just say, system. So... He goes through and he describes that you take your birthday, right? And you, you, you just add up the numbers. Like mine's July 17th, 1979. So you would add the 7 plus the 17 and then the 1979. And that came to be, um, I believe that was 41 for me. And then you take that and you add it together, and that equals a five. Now, if I'm losing you, let's just make it simple and say that your birthday and every day, it, it all if you take the dates and everything, it all adds up to a number. This isn't numerology or anything kind of like that. It's, it's mathematical. It's based on science. So my number is a five. Well, then you go through this book and you read what is the five? What is the five all about? And they, your, your life path and, and, and what, does, what does it specifically mean? Well, let me just read you mine, Mark. And it blew me away. A five is freedom and discipline. Uh, so those are the two things that you will have to master or have challenges with. It blew me out of the water when I read this freedom and discipline because I started thinking I'm a kind of guy, you know me, I think by now I love my freedom, right? <laughs> it's like, but the real truth is you can't have true freedom. Let's think about it. freedom is like, I just want to do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. Right. But life has consequences. 
So everything in life has an, you have an option. You take this, well, then you have to take what comes with it, right? You have to pay the price. So you can't have true freedom without discipline. They go hand in hand. They're like two sides of the same coin, right? Correct. You've got to have. Now, through discipline, you can have true freedom. So I started reading, and I won't bore you with all of it because it was very personal for me, but just reading all of this, and my eyes were lighting up, and I started thinking to myself, man, freedom, discipline. I started thinking, man, that sounds really similar. This particular description sounds really similar to that of the United States, what we deal with. If you think of freedom, you think of this country, right? And you think of... What we're dealing with in society, and of course, it's election year right now, we're talking about freedom, but can you have true freedom without certain sacrifices, without certain disciplines? And I believe that our country, if you look at the things we're in, not to get too political, but um, we're kind of at an interesting point right now where we're we're really going through looking at this discipline. Everybody wants to do whatever they want to do, right? But not knowing that there are prices to pay and that there you know there are consequences for your actions and all these all these different things oh i said i wonder if our country this doesn't i wonder it makes a lot of sense i wonder what the the number would be if i added up the birth date of the country july 4th 1776 wouldn't you know it added up to a five wow so mark when i say I immediately started thinking of you. It made me think that when people have a birthday and you've written a certain thing that falls into this perfect theme for their, without even knowing it, it sounds like you didn't even know it, but these things do add up. They are on purpose. They are intentional. And I, I, I listen, man, I recommend this book to you. I think, I think you'd love it because it's really, I, I, I I shared it with a buddy of mine who was really skeptical <laughs> and he goes, yeah, but that could be this or that could be that, you know, and it's funny because we looked it up. We looked his birthday up. We added up the numbers and we started reading the description and his jaw hit the floor. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. So add that to your list along with Enthusiasm Every Day, which is uh, a great book. Let's also talk because that's not the only book you said you've you've written. How many books have you written now? I've written 17. They're all in different phases. There's two that have been published, and I've got three that are coming out of edit. Uh, one will be probably able to get in about maybe three weeks now. There's There's... A lot that goes into the work of a book, Justin. Sure. It's, uh, you, people think you sit and you type it out and you give it to somebody and they print it. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a real misnomer about what really goes on. So there's hours and days and months and literally years that go into books. And so as I'm finishing writing my 17th one right now, I wrote the 12th chapter today of 27 chapters of this book. So I've actually written 16, 17 will be done in probably about 30 days. And it would probably be a good two years before that book becomes and comes to print. And so, you know, I, I don't know why people don't write more books until you write one and then you know why. <laughs> it becomes very, very, very clear to you. But 
you know, I, what's your process? Do you have you like start with an outline or just an idea? I mean, what, how does a book start for you? Um, it all just happens just kind of like a lightning bolt. You, you, an idea comes to you. Yes. And, and then it becomes a thing. It, it almost starts to grow. It's like a baby and you, you nurture it all along and you're working on it all the time and you bring it to adulthood. And I look at it like when, when it's about 18, 19 years old and for some families, it's older than that before the child actually launches out and it becomes published mm. and it's a grown adult where other people can experience it and you let go of that. That's kind of the process mm. that it happens for me in, in writing all these books. And, and, you know, some are better than others. I wrote my first book years and years ago, and, and I've never published it yet. And it's a, it's a sales book that, that uh, I've held on to up until now because a lot of it is a true life story, almost a memoir of how I was able to sell thousands and thousands of pieces of real estate and properties for other people, which is really a, an incredible thing. Now, a lot of the properties were ones that my wife and I owned. So that was a journey of developing lots of land and subdivisions and master plan communities and condominium projects and commercial enterprises, industrial enterprises. So we were in a lot of different businesses. And so that all kind of went hand in glove with where we learned how to do these subdivisions. And that was a big process to take a big chunk of raw land, which was like an idea for a book and then bring it all the way through to where maybe somebody would be able to build a home on some land that you had split up or put roads in. Book for me was a lot the same, Justin. We, we took an idea, which would be like the raw land, and took it through the development stages where it became um, a real thing and people could buy it and hopefully learn from it, enjoy it, share it with others, appreciate it, and uh so I like to say it's like artwork for us, and that's kind of my art as well as teaching people and holding seminars and helping people as well as still selling real estate and a lot of real estate, I might add. So that's kind of the process that the books go through. So we have uh, Enthusiasm Every Day out now. The other book that uh, just came out, tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, that's that's an amazing book. There was 21 authors. It's called Journeys to Success. 21 empowering stories inspired by the success principles of Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm. And so what there was, there was 21 of us got together and we each wrote a chapter. It took about a year to do where we had to go through editing and all the, the normal processes and everybody put in a chapter and bio and and then we launched a book about, oh, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven weeks ago on Amazon. It became international bestseller within within not too many hours. Man. It was out selling Trump's book. So we're pretty, we're, we're pretty uh, excited about that because at the same time there were other authors, um, Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey. They all had books out at the same time, and we were out selling them. So that is something... I would like to say it's it's there were 21 people's life challenges. You know, one of the guys was living in a car after he lost everything. Another person lost everything, including their family, and had to start over. So it was an incredible. There's incredible stories there of struggle, you know, rags to riches, triumphs, 
Um, my story is a very good friend uh, of mine and his wife's story. And they gave me permission to write their life story about their family. And, and, and so I feel very honored and, and that they allowed me to use their story in the book. And, and so that, that's, that book was really a lot of fun because there were real life stories in there of struggle coming back from all odds. We're going to give you a chance, by the way, at uh, in the show notes. We'll link to both of these books. You can check it out. But uh, where can folks find you, Mark, if they want to find you on the Internet and catch up? Maybe add you on Facebook so they can get your daily because you post some great stuff online. Yeah, you'll, you'll have a link to my Facebook page. That's that's personally that's where I spend some of my time. You can you can reach me if you want to reach out and get me at soldbygleason.com. That's my website. That is also my real estate website, but there are contact information there. Email addresses if you want to reach out and talk to us. You can get a hold of our books really at Amazon. That's about the best place to uh, you know get your hands on that and look for more books to come very soon. And uh you know, I want. I just want to thank you for everything you've done for us, and you are a great, a great warrior of change, and you give a lot of people really a lot of hope, and and I appreciate that, and I compliment you on that. I got to ask you a side note before we let you go. How's Lola doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> My goodness, she was, you know, she's, I don't know, 78 pounds and she jumps up on my lap in the chair last night. And I thought about you. Yeah, I can't, I can probably bet Justin's dog is right sitting right leaning on him somehow, but uh, she's, she's doing really well. So full disclosure, Lola is Daisy, my dog's sister, and they both come from the same, uh, from the same litter and uh they're so much alike if you look at pictures of them and we still haven't gotten them together yet we got to do that but uh they're like twins those two you know oh that's so much fun i love those dogs well mark man i appreciate it and uh thanks for taking the time to to share with us because uh you know i i really do believe that's the meaning of that's the purpose purpose of life is that these things that we go to go through even if they're dark times no matter what it is right there's always lessons in every bit every moment in life you know what do you want to call it god the universe life i mean i, I believe god is speaking to us every moment and it's our job to kind of like pick those up listen learn from them and then pass them on and uh man i just uh i appreciate you 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 do an amazing job of of doing that and and uh i know that uh that your work is is going to pay off not 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 only is it paying off now but for generations to come man you're leaving a real legacy i don't know if you can hear that's that's daisy barking right now she agrees <laughs> yeah, if I was here, I'd give you a high five. <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, have a great day, and uh, and we appreciate it, man. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you. It's Mark Gleason, good friend and uh, author. Enthusiasm every day. And if you want to win a copy of both of those books, either one, text my name, Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, to 44222. That's 44222, and just text my name, Justin. That'll automatically put you in the running, plus add you to our VIP all-access newsletter. Literally dozens of ways you can learn how to enjoy freedom in your life by living life on purpose. 
It's just going to ask you your email address when you text it. Just shoot it back, and then you're in, and you're automatically in the running for the book. And I'll be getting in contact with you to find out which one, or if you want both. I mean, we might just do both. Great books, and I'd love to make that happen for you. By the way, full show notes at justinbarclay.com slash purpose 011. You can... Take out, uh, take a look at all the resources that we talked about, the different things, get links and find out how you can contact uh, and get in touch with Mark. If you'd like online, justinbarclay.com slash purpose zero one one. That's it for this episode, man. We have some great episodes in the coming few weeks. I can't wait to tell you who's going to be on with us. We have some great shows. By the way, who would you love to hear on? On purpose. Love to dissect their day, get into their brain and find out why they do what they do and how it's working in their lives. If you've got a great story, you know someone who does. Hey, send me an email, Justin at JustinBarclay.com. While you're over at JustinBarclay.com, make sure you fill out our reader and listener survey. I'd love to find out who you are and how I can help serve you better. That's what this is all about. Doing this podcast is a lot of fun. Really, truthfully, it's an excuse and a reason for me to be able to talk to amazing people. I love to have those conversations. It's like having a cup of coffee with somebody amazing. But the beautiful thing about all of this is it's a way for us to do it together. We're building a community here, and I really want you to be a part of this. That's what this is all about, doing it for you. It's on purpose. So go to justinbarkley.com, fill out the survey, and um, we would love to be able to help you even better. So that's it for this episode. Again, thank you to you for making this actually work. On purpose is for you. It's by you. And we appreciate you. So cheers to you. Until next time. And your life on purpose. Oh.